Masechet Pesachim has been dedicated by Mr. Ike J. Shehebar in honor of his grandparents, Mr. Ike and Jeanette Bibi. We bless Mr. Ike Shehebar, who's been a sponsor of the Dafyomi for many uh, days. They should continue to enjoy success, health, and happiness. May his grandparents also enjoy much nachat from him as well as all their grandchildren, and may they only share in Simachot for the entire family. Amen. Amen. Today's daf has been dedicated anonymously in honor of Hilfon ben Regina Malka and Mazal Bat Esther. Hashem alim yichyu. Amen. Today's daf is being studied in Fuash Shalema, the ben Yitzhak Kaduri ben Tufecha. Today's daf is being studied Rafael ben Miriam and Avraham ben Esther. Hashem Amen. We are starting lecture mode on on daftet at the Mishnah right on the top of the daf. Matnitin en hoshishim. Shema girera hulda me bayet le bayet umemakom le makom. De imken me haser le haser umeir le air en le davar sof. Amishna is discussing the law of bidikat hametz. And the question is a person made bidikat hametz. Do you have to suspect? that after you checked one area of the house, maybe a weasel, for example, came and brought hametz to that area, so now you might have to go back and recheck it. And then after you go check the next area, when you move on to the next place, so then you have that maybe a weasel came and dragged hametz to the place that you just checked, and therefore you constantly have to always recheck your house and make hashashot, make these suspicions. So the Mishnah says, in Hoshashim, Shema Girira Cholda Mibayit Lebayit. You don't have to be uh, concerned, as she says. In Hoshashim, Kishibadak Zavid Zu. When you checked one corner, Ubal Libdok Zu, now you're coming to check the other corner. Shema Betok Shibal Libdok Zu, maybe in the interim, when you were coming to check the next corner, Girira Cholda Hametz Lemakoma Baduk. The... A weasel uh, dragged Hametz to the place that he just checked. The Sericha of the Sericha of the Abdok. Shimken, Rashi. Shabbat Lachoshlikak. If you're going to suspect that, Hare Gamma Hatsir Lachatsir Yeshlomarkin. So you should suspect the same thing from one Hatsir to another Hatsir. Now, we learned in yesterday's daf that a Hatsir does not need Bidika. We said that there's Orbin, there's ravens in the Hatsir. So what does the Mishnah mean? Imken, you should also be uh, suspect from Hatser to Hatser Surah. She takes care of that for us. So she says, Maybe you'll say like this, guy's living in a Hatser. It's the homes of the Hatser it's referring to. So they're going to come along and say what? Guy's going to check his house before the neighbor did. And after I check my house, so for my friend's Hatser, he brought it in to my Hatser. 
אלא כל בתי החסד קרוי חסד. She says clearly that how it says the word חסד במשנה means the homes of the חסד. So again, say the same suspicion, mean not only in one's house, per se, from one corner to the other corner, but you'll say from one house in the חסד to another house in the חסד. I checked my bidikat amen to 6.30 p.m. My neighbor didn't get around to it until 7. So they've been between 6.30 and 7 after I checked my hametz. Maybe uh, hametz came from another house into, into my house. Because his house wasn't Baduk yet. So therefore the Gemara says, Mishnah says, end of the Once you check the house, finish. It's got Baduk. And you don't say that what? Maybe, uh, maybe it got, uh, got ruined. So comes the top to Sfot. And to Sfot says, what do you need this Mishnah for? I know it already from the first Mishnah. Why? The Imtomar... Because we learned in the Mishnah, Once you're telling me any place that it's not normal to put Hametz, you don't need Bidika, that means what? You don't have to suspect that a weasel came and brought Hametz over there. Otherwise, any place should be subject to uh, Hametz. So the Tosfor answers, No, Tarits, you have to say, we're talking about it's an area that a weasel cannot uh, access. Maybe it's like a, a very high place in the corner somewhere, let's say the weasel can't get to. So that's what the first Mishnah meant. We're discussing areas over here where a weasel can access, and the Hadush of the Mishnah is once you're checked, you don't have to keep on uh, being Hoshesh over and over again. Now, the... Mishnah's words of in Hosheshim, you don't have to suspect. So that she said, because if you did Hoshesh, you'd have to just keep on checking over and over again. The Me'idi, uh, he writes, Shayut Sidiqim Laniyah Shomrim Bimkomota Bidukim Aji Yibdokola Bayit. He says, if you would be Hoshesh, you check a certain room, you'd have to put a, a, a Shomer over there. Let him stand there until. You check the whole house. Once you check the whole house, then already you can let all the shomlim in the different rooms go away. Uh, the Maharsha says that if you did Hoshesh, you would have to check the house in one shot. Which means you'd have to, let's say, get the, uh, whatever, six or seven botkim, and dispatch them throughout the house, so simultaneously they are uh, checking the entire house. Now, uh, when the Mishnah says in Ken, in the davar sof, right? There's no, there's no end. So the, so the mefarshim explain on the end of davar sof as follows: In a house, yes, davar sof, which means in a house you can remedy this problem. Like I just said, either put shomrim or check it simultaneously. And then you solve the problem. The end of the Avar Sof, there's no end, is referring to Hatser la Hatser. Which means now you're living in a courtyard. There's 20 homes. You can't uh, control that everybody in the Hatser is going to make Bidikat Hametz at the exact same time. Which is in, in your house, you can control it to, to a certain extent. But what? To make a, a Takana, everybody in the, in the Hatser has to make it exactly at 7 p.m. And all of a sudden, one guy makes his bidikat hametz at 7.15 p.m. He rules the whole thing now. Because maybe in the interim, something went from over there into somebody else's house. So that's what it means. Once you're going to start to suspect, even though you might be able to control it in your house, 
But mechatzer lechatzer, you have to start worrying about chatzer lechatzer. The same problem, and that end of the month, so there is no way to, uh, to to fix it. Okay, comes the Gemara. The whole reason for the Mishnah Zeted is because you didn't see the weasel. You didn't see it, so it's a suspicion over here. You don't even know if it's if it's there in the first place. But let's say you actually saw the weasel that was dragging the Hamets into the house. And then the day you have to be Hoshesh. Uh, and you have to make another Bidika. So the Gebara says, Why should that be so? Why don't you say it ate it? Even if you saw it come into the house. Because when it didn't come into the house, already you have a Safik Safika. I can tell you, Safik, it came into the house, Safik, it didn't come into the house. And even if it did come into the house, Safik, yeah, then it ate it. So yeah, Safik, Safika, there's room to be Mekil on a, on a Bidika. Even if you wanted to say the Bidika was the Oraita. Even if you wanted to say, well, you didn't make Bitul, on the Oraitas we can make a Safik, Safika. Of course, again, if you made Bitul already in the Bidika, Hamid is only the Rabbanan, so for sure there's uh, room to be Mekil. But the question is, let's say you saw him. And that's the question of the Gemara. You saw him. Oh, you saw him? You have to make Bidika. Why? You still have a Safik. Which means, I'll say what? Yeah, you saw the, 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 the weasel come in. But what? It probably ate it. Once it ate it, it's gone. So the Gemara says, and I'll bring you a proof to this, that you can assume that it ate it. Nilo Tanan, didn't we learn in the Mishnah? Midurot Ha'akum Timi'im. The dwellings of the Goyim are Tameim. Wherever the Goyim live, those homes over there uh, are Tameh, meaning Kohanim cannot enter. Why? Because the suspicion is, you're worried that they might have uh, Nifalim, their wives or their mates, as we'll see in the Gemara, get pregnant, and uh, they give birth, and they uh, bury their stillborns, their Nifalim, they bury them under the ground. And therefore the nefil is metameh. So if a Kohen is going to walk in, he's ma'ahil over the nefil, over the baby that was born. So now already there's tum'ah, it's dead baby. Uh, so therefore the Gemara says, the homes of the goyim are tameh. Now this is referring to an Eris Israel, where the hachamim will go zir on these types of tum'ah because there's ukhlet terumah in Eris Israel. And since there's a lot of terumah, so the hachamim, you know, want to preserve the kiddush of the terumah. Tosfot does point out, uh, in the second transport, Omeri, the Kohanim mutarim the kares bebatei avdek kavim afilu en hazir bechodam etzun sham eshum the terms of zefta the en medurot avdek kavim bechodz laaris. Transport clearly says in chodz laaris this gezera does not uh, does not apply. In any event, in Eretz Yisrael it would be asur. So the Gemara the Mishnah asks, how long does the goy have to live there in that house in order for you to suspect that maybe there's a nephew there that was born? So the Gemara says, How long does the Goy have to stay in the house in order to now necessitate Bidika before the Quran walks in? It's 40 days. Why? Because it takes at least 40 days 
to uh, create the valad. And even if she gets, let's say, pregnant immediately on day one, so it still takes 39 more days in order for the valad to form, to be considered a nefil. And even if he's not married, it doesn't matter. Because the goyim are suspected to go with zinut. Therefore they go with zonot. Therefore she... It doesn't matter if he's not married. So the Gemara says, V'chol makom she'udah v'chazir yecholim na'aloch en sarik medika. Oh, but if it's an area that's infested or can be accessed by a weasel or a hazir, so then already you have no problem and en sarik medika. Why? Because you assume that the hazir or the huldah went into the house, dug up the nefil and ate it. So therefore, you see what? You see over here that we're not concerned about uh, about uh, the nefil being there. If there's a huldah there, the assumption is what? He ate it. Yeah. Now, let's just get the shitot over here. According to the shitab hachamim, they hold that a goy, meaning a nefil of a goy, is metameh be'ohil. So therefore, that's the subject over here. Can the koyim walk in there? Because now it's in an oil. Now it's in the house. So then once you walk in the house, to the house, you're in an oil with a met. Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai says, no, there's no tum'ah of an oil by a goy, but there's tum'at magal masa. So the concern might be when you walk in, he might move the, the, uh, the met. And that's the, uh, the, the shitot over here. In any event, you see what? That we're allowing the kohen to go in, Right? Even though there's a nefer there, because if you say there's uh, 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 animals, the animals ate it. So say the same thing by the hametz. Even if you saw the animal, if the hametz in the house, no problem. Assume that the uh, the uh, animal, the chulda, ate it. Hamza Gemaran says. Amar bizerar bizerar answers lakasha. No question. There's a difference between meat or flesh and bread. When it comes to flesh or basar meat, the weasel doesn't leave anything over. But in bread, he doesn't eat the whole thing. Which means you're right. We do suspect that what? Maybe the Hulda did eat the bread, but he doesn't eat all of it. He leaves over, he stores. So therefore, since he's going to stay over, you still have a problem. However, in the case of the Nefim, especially Tosfot says, Because it's soft meat, it's tender, so therefore the animal's going to eat the whole thing, so therefore you don't have to be, uh, you don't have to worry about it. So comes again, when Rava says, Rava comes and says, what is your comparison between the two cases? How are you even asking a question from the case of the Midurot of the Goyim to the case of Bidikat uh, Hametz? Why? That Haimai is like, what is the comparison? Mm-hmm. You understand over there by the case of the Goyim, Imur Hava, Imur Lohava. First of all, it's a Safik. If there's a Nefil there, Safik, there's no Nefil. We're not certain there's a Nefil. We didn't see the Nefil. We just thought to go and live there for 40 days. So we're assuming maybe there's an effort, maybe there's not. And if you want to tell me what, there is Imur Akhalteh. Then I can assume uh, maybe the animal ate it. So that's called the Safik Safika. I have a double Safik. However, 
Here it's a vadai. Here for sure you saw the holda uh, bring the bread into the house. Miyemar de achalte have safek vevadai. So you have a safek, maybe you ate it with a vadai that you know for sure it's there. And we have a klal. The end safek mutsimide vadai. We have a rule that a safek cannot uh, take me out of my um, situation of certainty. Meaning, I am certain that there's bread here. So you want to undo that certainty by saying, yeah, and maybe the animal ate it. Uh, and maybe the safek cannot undo a certainty. Now, in the case of the goy, it's a safek, 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 there's an effort. There is an ifil there? Safik, the animal ate it. Okay, that can be Mikhail. So therefore, Ravaz arguing the Bizira. Ravaz saying like this. Really, I'll tell you, even by uh, Basar, you don't have to say the animal eats the whole thing. Either you want to tell me the animal doesn't eat the whole thing. I can still say over there, it's still a safik and a safik. Mashiachin over here? Over here, I can be uh, Mikhail. And Safek Motsi Midevadai. So that's the uh, reason why it is Asur. Comes again, Maran says, The end Safek Motsi Midevadai. Is that so? With this principle, so the end Safek Motsi Midevadai. We have a Braita. Haver Shemit. We saw this case in the previous Gemara. Haver Shemir is a Tamil Hakam that died. Veniyah Megura Mile'a Perot. And he left a storehouse filled with Perot. The Afilu and Bene Yoman. And even if they're one day old, which means you know already they were just picked, they were just brought into the house, which means there's a little time that elapsed from the time that he put him into the house to the time that he died. And the question is now, can you eat from these fruit? Did he get around to give his tirumot and his ma'asrot yet? So the Gemara says, You could assume that what? The tamir hakam, the haver, he handled it. He took care of it. He gave his entitlements, therefore it's not considered table. Also, the Gemara says, For sure these perot were table. And what? V'safek me'usarin. And we don't know if they were mi'usar or not. V'safek lo mi'usarim. Yeah, v'safek mi'usar, v'safek lo mi'usar. V'kate safek umotsi midevadai. Right? We're saying the safek that the Tamir Acham might have taken ma'asir undoes the certainty of the Tebel. So you do see that what can safek is motsi midevadai. Kemal says no. Hatam vadai vevadaihu. There, it's two vadais. Why? The vadai ma'asre. For sure, the tamir hakam took the ma'asre. That's not a safik. Kadrabi hanina huzaah. Kadrabi hanina huzaah tur damar. Hanina huzaah. Hazakal haver. She'en motsi metahat yado. Davar she'en metukan. That's for sure. Which means we have a hazakah. A tamir hakam is not going to bring something in his house. And leave it even for a moment, unless it is mitukan. So it's not that we're relying on a safeg, yeah, majority, no, no, no. We're telling you it's vadai me'usaf. So you have a vadai table, 
is going to be uh, undone with the vadai ma'asir. That's a safik in uh, vadai. So we have no no question on the principle from the case of ma'asir. For sure, if he brought it to his house, rest assured, he doesn't want his family to be involved in Hazm shalom eating something that's not metukam, because then he's going to be over on the Yisrael of the Fnei'iver, He's putting a stumbling block in front of people. So for sure the Tamil Acham is gonna is gonna take care of it. So therefore, it's Vadai Vivadai. So we have no uh, no 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 uh, no proof. So comes the Gemara and says Viva give you another answer. Ema Safek Vesafeku. I can tell you what, it's a Safek Vesafek. Meaning both sides of Safek. You thought it was Vadai Tevil? I'll tell you, it's not even Vadai Tevil, this case over here. Why? Dilma Mi'ikara, I'll tell you, maybe from the inception, Imur Dela Tevile. I'll tell you that maybe it wasn't even Tevil. Why? Khirab Osha'ya. Like the opinion of Osha'ya, the Amar of Osha'ya, Ma'arim Adam al Tevu'ato. A person could put like a, 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 a trick or a subterfuge that what? On his tevu'ah, he's able to bring it into his house with the chef. Which means so long as the chef is still on the uh, on the khitim, it's not hayav in ma'asir. Now normally when you bring uh, ma'asir, the hayuf comes when? When it's through Which means once you bring the wheat in, and it sees the threshold of the door, so then already the hayuf of ma'asir hits, once you put it into a pile, of course, now already you have to give your, uh, you, you have to give your uh, ma'asir. However, that's only what? When it's considered dagan. When it's considered what? A, uh, a, a grain. When it still has its chaff on it, that's already early in the stage. It's not considered dagan already. It's not nothing. It's still chaff. So therefore, what does Tamir Hakam do? Or what does people do? They can bring their... Uh, uh, into the house, well, it's, da- it's not Dagan, it's, 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 it's with Motz. Oh, it's with Motz, there's no Hayyuv of Ma'asir. Now, what does he want to do that for? He wants to do that because he wants to feed it to his animals. Now, the deen is that Minat Torah, anybody can eat this. Human beings as well as animals. The Hadush is the rabbis made a gezira that a human being, they're only allowed to eat this Derech Aray. Don't have to eat like a, a snack. We don't want you to eat achilat keva. But that was only a gezerah by uh, human beings. But by animals, the rabbis were not gozer. Therefore, the animals could eat as much as they want. So therefore, a guy says, you know what, I want to feed my animals uh, this stuff over here. Before I give them ma'asir. So what does he do? Bring it into his house. And once he brings it into his house, he has restrictions. No, don't worry. Bring it into your house with the mutz. And therefore, I tell you, maybe this time he did the same thing. He brought it to the the to, to what his house with the mud. So it's sefek. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. So sefek, sefek. It's tebel. Sefek. It's not tebel. That feedum tibselomar. It is tebel. Sefek. He gave the ma'asir. Sefek. He didn't. So here, it's not a sefek and a vaday. So which basically what the Gemara did is two answers: is either it's a vaday and a vaday, or it's a sefek and a sefek. But it's not a sefek and a vaday. So therefore, you have no c- comparison to the case of. <coughs> Of the Hametz. Now, look at the look at the Lashon of the Gemara for a second. I'm going to read the Rashi's inside. Dilma I tell you from the inception, 
אימור דלא תביל, אתה אצנת תבל, וואי, כן אבו שעיה. אתה אמר לבו שעיה, מערים האדם על תבואתו, ומכניסה במוץ שלה, כדי שתה בהמתו אוכלת. ופטורה מן המעשה, לא תוריד לרשיש. והיא בעת אימה. לא כדאי להשיב, והיא בעת אימה. ספק וספק. כי איך היא דמסף קלן, היא עשרינו, היא לא עשרינו. Just like we have a ספק, did he take מעשר או לא? This is not going to call it לחזקה. אתה יאהב לספק, did the תמיר אגב did the מעשר או not? It's not like the first answer. האחין המבר, so too, איכא לסיפוקי איחל עלי ושם תבל מעולם, היא לא. I can also say I don't even know if it's תבל, little why. ומעיקרה, I'll say from the beginning, אם הוא לא תבול. ואף על פי שאין מורחין, even though they're in a pile, ובתוך הבית, and they're in the house, I mean they saw the threshold of the house. אם הוא עבד להוא כדרבו שעיה, אז הם מבינים לא כדרבו שעיה. שכניסה לבית במוץ שלה, with its chef, ואחר כך דש, then you threshed it to take the chef off, chef is like the, uh, the shell, וממרח וחובת התבל חלה בריאת פני הבית. The table doesn't hit until when? It held when you bring it into the house. Since when you brought it into the house, it was pitura. Because it had the moats over there. Like we learned about Mitzvah Basukher. When you brought into the house, that time it was not yet complete. And when you finished the Melachah, meaning when you finally threshed it, already it's in the house already. Too late. Right, that's not considered seeing Pnei Abayit. And we know that it has to enter through the doors like we learned in Masechet Barachot, because the Tanya Hasidim Arishonim, right, the Sadiqim, the earlier righteous people, Hayu Machnisim Perotem Derech Tzaksemon. They would bring their uh, wheat into the house through the entrance. Derech Tzaksemon, because they wanted to be Hayav in Maaser. Kedel Hayavam de Maaser. Akshav, what do the people do? Machnisim Derech Gagot, Derech Hatserot Vekarkifiyot Nebayit, Kedel Lepotran. Right, the people who don't want to give their ma'asir, they used to bring the ma'asir to the roof. Why? That's it. I, I, I got I to hit there now, because I didn't see the penabai, I didn't see the threshold. In any way, hilkach, lo chayra alay ushem tevil, umutara yoresh hazin, and she just sells a big hadush here. Good, the haver died. So now his son is yoresh. Okay? Now, what can his son eat in this, in these perot over here? How much can he eat? Well, if you're going to tell me it's a safek. ספק תבל, ספק it's not תבל. ואפילו אם תרצה לומר it was תבל, ספק עשרן, ספק לא עשרן. So for sure, at least he can eat אכילת עלי. That's for sure. Because even on the side that it's תבל, and on the side that he didn't give the... Well, on the side that, let's say, you'll say that it's not תבל because he brought it in with the motz, because he sees the motz is there. So for sure you could say what? I could say he could eat Akhilat Aray. Rashi says he can even eat Akhilat Keva. How? So Rashi says, Umutara Yoresh Azin Okhlan Akhilat Keva. Why? Velo Tema, don't say, Neidelo Hail Alayu Tivlal Akhilat Aray. Akhilat Keva Miyulitsiro. Maybe this Safek Allah should eat Akhilat Aray at least. But Akhilat Keva. Who's going to say? He says, Deham Mitzrah Akhilat Keva Kodem Kiviat Gorin. Which means you're not allowed to eat Akhilat Keva until, what? Until 
you actually take the chaff off and you make a pile out of it and it becomes uh, a, uh, a, 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 a dagan. He said, this whole deen over here of Achilat Keva and all this is Yisud Rabbanan. And therefore, since it's only Yisud Rabbanan, you can assume that what? That he took the Ma'asir. So therefore, we have a Safik. Safik Rabbanan over here. If it's, they brought it in like this, what do you have to worry about? If he brought it in with the Mots, you can eat even Achilat Keva. Okay? So what's your, what's your question over here? Uh, did he take the ma'asir or didn't he take the ma'asir? If he brought in with the motz, you only have Yisud Rabbanan. So Yisud Rabbanan can say, Safek Aslan. And therefore, the Yoresh can even eat Akhilat Keva. And the only question that we. So therefore, it's a Safek with Safek. Odd palm. It's a Safek uh, if it's Tevil or not. And even if you want to say that it is Tevil, Safek Aslan. Maybe he took the ma'asir. So it's not an insafik motzi mideh vaday. Just look at the Rashid Abalim. Kedish te beemto ochelet vaafilu keva. Again, the animal can even akhilat keva. De chozeman she'en shem gorno shel tevel alav. Since it's not considered yet a grain yet. Eno osir b'akhilat alai. Vechol akhilat beema lo gazu ala. Mishum akhilat keva. Which means when it comes to an animal, there was no gizerot over there. They let the animal eat as he was, the tam masichet pe'ah, u'ma'achil le'be'ma ve'lechayah ve'l'afot, u'patum le'ma'asot ad she'imara ya'ba le'ma'akal adam, but when it comes to human beings, ni'hi de'lot tavil me'de'oraita, which is right, it's not tevil me'de'oraita, mi'u'afilu kodimiru asu le'chol keva, me'chol le'geva. So when it comes to a human being, akilat keva is going to be asur, because they make a gezera. But for the animals, they're not yusuf, that's what he does here. He, he wants to feed his animals already. You know, he doesn't want to take his uh, uh, ma'asir yet. So he brings it into his house like that. They can feed his animals, meaning akhilat keva. Even in, for him, he can even have akhilat aray. The only question is like this. We learned, and uh, she did quote it, that the hachameen used to not look for these hitterim. Here now we're seeing a haver that's figuring out a, uh, a trick how to portray himself from the hayuvav. Ma'asir. That's what the artists used to do, the, the wise guys. They used to put it through the roof, bring it through the back porch, etc. But the Tamir Akam, he wants to give the Ma'asir. So now you tell me, he's bringing it in the moats, now he's patur, he can give it to his animals. I thought that's not the... Uh, yeah, but the Tamir Akam did this. Why would he do this? I thought they want to do the Ma'asir, they want to do all the mitzvot. So the, um, the Mifashim asked this question. So they say like this, Maram Halawa says, over there in the Gemara we're talking about where there was no moats already. The wheat that you're bringing in was already called Dagan. Right? Once it's Dagan, it's considered already Hita. Now, once it's considered Hita, the Maram Halawa says, and you bring it through the roof, finished. Once you bring it through, it's Patur from Ma'asir forever. That a Tamir Hakam is not going to do. Here, you brought it in with the motz. Now, once you uh, thresh it and now make it into a, a pile, the Hayyub of Ma'asir is going to come on again. So therefore, you're only temporarily portraying yourself from the Hayyub, which eventually will 
resurface, come out again. That's not a problem. I mean, Tamil Hakam is not going to totally exempt himself. But for a moment, because he has a necessity to feed the animals, whatever it is, he gets around to it. So that already he'll do. So the Lashon of Maram Halawa is like this. Here it's not even Dagan yet. It's still in the Mot stage. He just obvious, he's concerned a lot about his family. Could be he's worried he's going to bring it in until it, if he's going to bring it in uh, when it's uh, uh, Dagan, he's worried about his family eating, etc. So you know what? I don't want my family to eat this over here. And if they eat it, I don't want them to get any soup. So what is he? I'll bring him Therefore, even if his family eats it, it's not a problem. And I'll make the digun and I'll take the chair over. It'll be hayavid. So therefore, uh, even a Tami Hakam would do such a thing. Comes the Gemara and continues. Comes the Gemara and continues. The answer fek motzi midevadai. Back to the question again. Tell me what a a safek does not undo a vadai. Vatanya we don't have Amar Biuda, Maaseh b'shifhato shel matzik echad berimon. There was a certain matzik. What's a matzik? That she says in the bottom line, Inish alama v'Israel haba. It was like a bully, Jewish guy, strong, tough guy, that had a shifha. He had a maidservant. Now the maidservant had a baby, a nephil, stillborn. Shetila nephil labor. So this guy, uh, Shifha, went and took her baby and she threw it into a pit. To a board. She abandoned the, ba- the, uh, the baby, it was a stillborn, etc. But she threw it in the board. So there's a uh, tum'ah over here. Uba kohen v'hetzitzbo lida'im zakharhu imnekebahi. Kohen now went and he looked over the board. He wanted to see the gender of the baby. Is it a boy or a girl? What does he have to know if it's a boy or a girl? He has to go back to the Shifcha and tell her her status of Tum'ah. If it's a boy, so she's Tameh for seven days. If it's a girl, Tameh Shivwayim, Dam Tohar, there's all Dinim over here. So uh, the lady didn't know what it was, so the Kohen went uh, to look at it. Now, if it's an Efel, so it's going to bring Tum'ah. When the Kohen looks over the board, he's Mahir. Now, why would a Kohen do such a thing? He's putting himself in a predicament of Tum'ah. So there's different interpretations. Some Rishonim want to say that we're talking about a Kohen Ama'aris. That's the way that she's Mashman Masech Nida. The guy is Ama'aris, he doesn't know the, he doesn't know the deen. Now she over here says, the Kohen Karov. He learns that the Kohen was a Karov, and therefore the law is what? That on Kerovim, you're allowed to be Metameh. Tosfot says, what do you mean, Kerobim? Not on Nefalim, but when a Karov is a regular person that dies. But on a Nefil, why can it be a Karov? We're saying the Kohen over here has, has a, not a, a Shifha Kenanit, a, a, a regular Shifha. So therefore, the question is, is a Karov? So he's a Karov, so therefore he has, a, he has a, 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 an obligation to be Metameh. 
Tosfot asks, what do you mean, Kuzik Karov? There's no Karov by the case of a Nefer. Furthermore, furthermore, that she says, all that say was from the from the household, meaning he knew them. Some explain the reason why the Kohen did it because he was living in the same Hatser, right? And he had Tiruma. And this lady touched the Tirumavis. So he needed to know now, hey, was, what kind of baby was this over here? Or was it a baby at all? And therefore, you know, you have to go check for his own purposes. In any event, that she does say over here, he says he wasn't careful, he wasn't thinking about the law of Lenefesh Lo of the law of Tum'ah. He didn't see the Nefil. He went to the rabbi, this guy. He says, I looked into the board over there, I didn't see any, uh, any Nefil, it wasn't there. So the rabbi said, okay, don't worry about it, you are Tahor. So let's see the case again. The rabbi said, he didn't see anything? You're tahor. Because there's animals in the boar. What type of animals? A is a weasel. Bardelas is also a type of, from the weasel family. Or it could be some type of spotted animal. Big mahloka throughout Shas, exactly how to interpret a Bardelas. It could be anything from a hyena to a, uh, to a cheetah. Which is not Mashman, this Gemara, we're talking about such big animals. Here it's much, we're talking about a smaller animal from the weasel family. In any event, they told him, what are you worried about? We have, uh, there's Honda and Bardelas in the board over here. Mm-hmm. Eh, no problem. So Gemara's wait. Here we know Vadai, she put the Nefel in the board. That's a Vadai. There was definitely Vadai Tumah here. Vesafek Gariruhu, Vesafek Lo Gariruhu. Which means the safek is what? Did the animal drag it away or not? Because the animal, they dig holes. So they drag it away. They make a hole that's the size of a tefak, as she says. And they drag it into that hole. Once you put it into that hole, there's no tumah over there. It's with that tumah. So therefore, you have a safek. At the time that the queen went, went to look over there, did the animal drag it by then or not? So what are you saying over here? You're saying that he did. Oh, very good. If he did, you're saying that you have a vadai. And you have a safik. And you tell me that the safik is going to undo the badai. So the Gemara says, Vekate safik umotsi mide badai. And the safik is going to solve the badai. So the Gemara says, No. Lo tema shetila nefil. Watch. Lo tema shetila nefil lebor. Don't say, that it was a vadai that there was a nefil in the bor. Ela shepila kimin nefil lebor. Which means she had an embryonic sack. She definitely threw an embryonic sack into the bor. But you don't know what's in the sack. Sometimes the Gemara says the sack can be empty. It's avir. If it's avir, there's no tumah be avir. So you don't know anything. So the Kohen went to see what was going on there. Ve'avi safek ve'safek. <clears throat> that maybe they pulled it into their uh, into their hole. So comes again what says. What do you mean? 
It says he went to see <laughs> if it was a Zachar or Nekeva. It's mashma, they knew it was a Nefer. The question was, is it a boy or girl? Now you tell me that even know that. So he says, no, no, no. Hachi, that's what it means to say. Lida im ruach epila im nefer epila. Vim temsel omar nefer epila lida im zakharu im nekebai. She says, give it us, giving you the, the, one of the sefeko, but it's really a sefeko from before that. Which means, the Gemara is telling you that what? The Gemara is telling you, really, he went to see if it's a nefil at all. And if it was a nefil, then he has to know if it's a boy or a girl. Let's go back to the mother and tell her what the status is. All right, comes the Gemara and says, So therefore, again, this is not a fadayin uh, sefik. Uh, it's a sefik and a sefik. Hatam vaday vevadayu. Atay, it's two vadays. Vaday nefil and vaday that the bardelas or the chulda uh, uh, dragged it. Why? Keban the chulda or bardelas mitzuyim sham vaday gareru ba'i shata. For sure they dragged it. Why? Nihi d'shiure m'shayra. Could be they don't eat it right away. Jeez, could be they leave over, like we learned earlier, according to Ravah, not Hametz, could be they leave over from the basar of the day, they're not going to eat it in one shot. However, migrar miha vaday garerum But for sure, they bring it into the hole. Which means, when are they going to eat it? That's another question. If they eat the whole thing or not the whole thing. But there's no she'ira. Once the Chodah sees this nefil, he wants to bring it to his house. So what does he do? He digs a hole, a tefah, brings it into his area so that once you're assuming that there's Chodah in, in, in the board over there, for sure he put it into his hole. Now once the Kohen goes over it, he's not mahil on a nefil. There's nothing there. It's in the hole. So therefore it's like it's in a safek and a vadai. It's a vadai and a vadai. Vadai, there was a nefil. And what? You know that there was a hold down there, Vadai immediately, they dragged it into their hole, and therefore there is no Tumah. So again, the principle stands, and Safek Mutsi Mide Vadai, and that's why by the case of the Hametz, when you see the Hulda bringing the bread, that's a Vadai. Now you want to come along and say, Oh, Safek, he ate it. Oh, this is Safek. Safek cannot undo a Vadai, therefore you would have to make Bidikat Hametz all over again. Now the Gemara goes on to a new point. After the parentheses, Gemara says, Umi Amrenan en Hosheshim Shema Girira Chulda. Are you telling me in the Mishnah that you don't have to suspect that the Chulda came and brought Hametz? Meaning, you did your Bidika, you didn't see any Chulda, so therefore you could assume status quo, your house is Baduk. The Gibra says, is that so? Do we really say in Hoshishim? Shem Magirna Khoda, why? Naketani Sefa, we're going to learn at the end of this Mishnah. Ma Shemishayir, after a person made Bidika. So he has some Hametz, he still wants to eat until Pesach. What should he do with the Hametz that he has until he's going to get rid of it? Yani Henu Bitsina'ah. He should put it in like a, uh, you know, a uh, hidden place. Shelo yetzarik bidika acharaf. In order that you're not going to have to make bidika again. Oh, what is it saying over here? Because if you put it in a regular place, what are you going to be worried about? That a chodah is going to come along, and what? Could be he's going to bring it around the house. So therefore, what do you see? Put it in a place, that the chodah cannot get to it. So what do you see from over here? You are hoshesh, 
to a Hunda. I mean, why, why are they making a put it in its Sanua place? Leave it, uh, leave it in the middle of the, leave it on the table. What's the difference? And like, you must be worried that what? That even though you made a bidika, you still have Hametz around there. Might be, you didn't see the Hunda. Might be that what? The Hunda is going to take the Hametz and uh, pull it around there. So what do you see over here? That there is a concern of shim yegeruhu. Uh, uh, they might drag the hametz. No question. Depends when he's making the bidika. It depends if he's making the bidika on the fourteenth, like we learned in the first mishnah, when you're supposed to make the bidika, or we learn we're going to learn that you can make the bidika even earlier. Let's say, guys. Uh, uh, you know, has a, a certain reason to make the bidikah early. He's leaving, he's going somewhere. So if he wants to make the bidikah on the 13th. Now what's the difference between the 13th and the 14th? So the Gemara says, Asar, On the 13th, There's a lot of hamed still in the houses. Which means, after the 13th, it's still, still not even in a Pesach yet. You can still eat, you can still even bake more hamed if you want. So there's a lot of bread Available. And therefore what? Lo matsne'ah. The khulda does not have to hide, does not have to store. He doesn't have to save. He can eat the whole piece of bread. Why? Because there's a, it's, it's the 13th. The khulda knows that what? It's the 13th. He knows he's going to have a, a couple of more days for bread. So therefore in that case over there, that's the case of our Mishnah. When don't you have to be hoshesh? You don't have to be Hoshesh on the 13th. It seems the Hoda is the calendar. So he knows this is the 13th. There's still going to be a lot of bread. I have to store for. So therefore what? He eats the whole thing. However, But when you make Bidikat Hamet on the 14th, There's no more bread in the houses. And he knows there's not going to be any more bread baked. So what happened? So therefore what does he do? He stores. So then what does the Gemara say? The leftover bread that you have, you better put it in a Sanua place. Because Yahu says the Khuda will take it, what? And he's going to eat part of it, he's going to store part of it, you're going to have more Hamid in your house. So at this point the Gemara is assuming that the Khuda knows the difference between the 13th and the 14th. So the Gemara says, <laughs> What? Is this Khuda over here a prophetess? She, she knows the yada She knows that what today's the fourteenth, and they're not going to bake any more bread until the evening when they're going to make matzah. Therefore, she's going to save over the um, the uh, leave over the bread and hide it. What kind of business? How can you, how can you answer such a thing? So comes the Gemara and says, "Ela amarava, because you know why really we're talking about always on the 14th and the reason why we want you to take the bread and put it is why that's what you're worried about that a khuldam might come in front of us and we're going to see it and it's going to grab a piece of the bread and run and now you're not going to know, you're not going to know where it put it so there was, it's on the Vadai case. You're right. The, the, for the Safik, you don't have to worry about it. But if you see Hulda come in front of you, what did we just say in the beginning of the Gemara today? So that's what you're worried about. Put it in a modest place over there, because you might leave it over there, and the Hulda is going to come in front of you, grab it, run. You don't know where you put it. 
Tanya kevated Rava. We have a bright that support this. Harotze leechol hametz achar bedika. A guy wants to eat hametz if he makes the bedika. Kesa diase mas shemishayir yani chenu betsna. Shelot avo cholda vetitol befanenu. Again, so the cholda doesn't come in front of us and take it. Veyetzarik bedika harav. Ramori gives another answer. Ramori Amar Gezera Shemme Yaniyah Eser Vimsa Tesha. He says another answer. Even if you don't see the Hulda in front of you, you put ten pieces of bread on the table. You come back the next morning. Yeah, that is only nine. Where did that bread go? There's no option. The bread cannot disappear. Obviously, a Hulda is in the house. And the Hulda obviously took one of those pieces of bread. And what? And to put it somewhere in the house. So therefore, when you put ten low, when you know exactly what you had, and you see nine, that's as if you saw the Hulda. Could you know there's no other option but what? The Hulda. So therefore, in that case also, put it bitsnaa, so you don't have a problem. But that's like, that's not a sefik, that's a case of also vadai. Comes the Gemara and continues. Now, just in order to... to just to get the two Kladim as, as an introduction to the next Gemara, you need to know two rules in the laws of Safik. There's one law that says, Kol Kavua Kemehsal Mehsadamia, and another law is, Kol de Parish Mirubah Kaparish. What are these two laws? Let's say you have ten stores, ten butchers, okay? Nine of them sell basar kashir. And one of them sells basar tarif. All in the strip. All, you know, ten stores in a row. Now, a person goes into one of the stores. Okay? And he buys a piece of meat. He's in the store. He doesn't know which store he's in. He doesn't know if he's in a kosher store or he's in the tarif store. Now, you have this piece of meat over here. So, what's the deal on the piece of meat? So the halakha says, Kol kavua You walked into the store, the store is considered stationary. You went into the store, that's called a kavua, a stationary. Now, when you're judging each store individually, you say, Maybe it's kashir, maybe it's taref. Safek doraita over here. you can't eat a piece of meat. That's that law of Kol kavua Second case. Let's say, a piece of meat was found in front of the stores. <coughs> Meaning you have those ten stores in front of you. Now you a piece of meat in front of the stores. So now you're not judging uh, the store itself. You want to know from which piece of meat, from which store did this piece of meat emanate from. So that's a deen called Kode Parish. It came out of the stores already. It came out of the stores already. So I say Kode Parish, Merubaka Parish. I can assume that it came out of the Rov. Since Rov is Kasher, the piece of meat is cash. So there's a different if, if the safek is nolad in the store. So each store is judged on its own. I mean, I'm not looking at the other nine. I'm in this one store now. Which store is it? Cash or tarif? I mean, it's a safek. I don't know. Is it cash or tarif? The other nine stores don't take a, uh, don't take a, uh, a factor into this hajbon. But she was in front of all the stores. Did it come out of this one? Did it come out of this one? Did it come out of that one? I don't know what store. Well, the odds are what? There's nine out of ten. Nine out of ten is rough. Call the parish. That's the dinim in... Being Based on this, the Gemara has questions now. The Gemara says like this. Tesha Siburin Shil Matzah. 
you have ten piles of matzah. I'm sorry. Tesha is nine. Siburin chil matzah. Nine piles of matzah. Ve'ahad chil hametz. And one pile of hametz. Ve'ata akbar. A mouse came. Ve'shakal. And he took from one of the piles. And he brought this item into the house that was baduk already. I checked my house already. Now as I see the mouse come in, the mouse comes in with one of these pieces over here. You don't know what it is. As we learned earlier, it's possible. In the olden days, they look the same. The hametz was hametz uh, and the matzah was soft. So it also looks the same. So therefore you don't know what, uh, where did this come from over here. So the Gemara says, uh, what's the question over here? I knew Tesha Hanuyot. This is the case over here of the nine stores. Why, what, what's the case of the nine stores? Rashi. We're going to learn later on. If it is in its place. You took it from its place. Here, the mouse took it from one of the piles. The piles are like the stores, right? The hametz is like the the basar taref. So you have nine matzah, you have one hametz. The mouse went into one of the piles. He took. He's going into the store. So what's the deen? You went into the kavua. Kavua is what? Mehsa, mehsa. Am I in the matzah store? Or am I in the hametz store? 50-50. Safek, deoraita, lehumra. So in that case over there, the guy has to make bedika all over. Piresh. Oh. Or piresh. Let's say one of the loaves was poresh from the piles. Now you have a loaf in front of the ten piles. Yes? And the mouse took it, not from the piles, but from the piece that left the piles, yeah? That's the second case of the Mishnah there. Why did Nan? Remember Mishnah. Tesha Hanuyot. Kulan Mokhrin Basar Shekhuta. You have nine stores, they're all selling kosher meat. Ve'achat Mokhirit Basar Nebelah. One sells Nebelot. Ve'lakach Me'achad Mehen. He went into the store, into one of the stores. And he doesn't know from which store he walked into. Why? Oh, but if you found one of the pieces of meat in front of the stores, so you go up to the rov. That's the same case as the matzah. If the, one of the pieces was in front of the piles, then the mouse took it. So it was Poresh. Poresh, you assume that it came from the majority. The majority was... Um, in this case, the majority was matzah. I'm sorry, in this case, the majority was matzah. So since it's matzah, it is okay. Call the parish, mirubaka parish. Good? Nine matzah, one hamed. The guy does not have to check his house again. Next case. Shnei burin. You have two piles. Achat shel matzah, lachat shel hametz. Two piles. One hametz, one matzah. V'lifneim shnei batim. And in front of the two piles, there's two homes. One house is checked already. For Hametz, one is not checked. You have two mice. 
One mile stood from one pile, Hametz, and one stood from the other pile, Matzah. Velo yad'inan, you don't know exactly which house they brought it into. Which means, if he brought it into the Hametz, into the Eno Baduk, so then, then what? Hametz to the Baduk, you have a problem. If he brings the Hametz to the Eno Baduk, so what? You check it anyway. But the problem is over here, maybe they brought the Hametz into the house that was Baduk already, and now you're going to have to check the house again. So the Gibbara says, oh, this, we know this case already. This is the case of Hainush Tekupot. This is the case of the two, the two boxes. Why? Ditnan, we have a Mishnah. Shtekupot, you have two boxes. Achachil Chulin, Bachachil Tiruma. One box, you always put the Chulin in, the regular food. And the other box, you always put your Tiruma. Okay? Vilifnehem, Shnesi'in. And in front of the boxes, there's two piles of food. Achachil Chulin, Bachachil Tiruma. One of Chodin and one of Tiruma. Venaflu elu letoch elu. And now what? A se'ah fell into one box and another se'ah fell into a, another box. So it says mutarim. <coughs> Both boxes are mutar. Why? Shani omer. Chodin letoch Chodin naflu. Utruma letoch Tiruma nafla. I assume that everything worked out for the best. I say the se'ah of Chodin fell into the box of Chodin. And therefore it's on Chodin. No problem, you can eat it. And I say what? The Saf Tirumah fell into the box of Tirumah. No problem. Which means we're talking about a case where if the Chodin would have fallen into the Tirumah, right, or the Tirumah would have, let's say, fallen into the Chodin, let's say, so now you have a problem. Because if it's Tirumah and the Chodin, then already you need Bitud. You need a hundred times the Tirumah to Mevatele. You don't have a hundred times. So if the Tirumah is going to fall to the Chodi now, a Yisrael cannot eat it. You got a problem. Yeah. So therefore, the Gemara, don't worry about it. You can assume the Chodi box is Chodi, Yisrael can eat it. You can assume the Tirumah is Tirumah, a Kohen can eat it. So, so it's the same thing over here. I don't know which two homes the Mao, the mice brought in. I'll say, the Hametz went into the house. She'en o baduk. And I'll tell you, the matzah went into the house. That's baduk. I mean, poshet it, lekula. So the Gemara says, hold it. Imur da'amrinan sha'ani omer bitrumah dirabbanam. Yeah, when do I say this sha'ani omer business? That's in the case of tirumah bizman hazeh. In our times, tirumah is only dirabbanam. So everybody can be poshet, lekula. Bechamez de'oraita. Mi amrenan. But Hametz over here, which is Deoraita and Pesach, Hametz Deoraita. Therefore, am I going to start being Mikhail and saying everything that worked out the same? So therefore, it's not a fair comparison. Amen.